everybody. Welcome to another episode of Flashback 64, the chronological Nintendo 64 podcast. I am Gooey, joined by McKenna. Hello. As always, and uh, we are, well, first of all, we have fantastic, wonderful returning guest, uh, Ryan. How's it going, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you doing? So, I understand you are here to talk about the Nintendo 64. <laughs> are you going to, like, uh, kidnap <laughs> us or uh, uh, infiltrate the podcast? Oh, you kind of have, actually. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great to have you back. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. We also have a brand new guest. Um, we are also joined by our pal and, uh, and one of our patrons, actually, uh, Matt, mm. all the way from Australia. How's it going? Yeah, good. Thanks. How are you? Great. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. thank you for taking time out of uh, the middle of the day to come and join us this evening and talk about <laughs> some uh, fine tapes. <laughs> no, no worries. Joining from the future. Yep, it's fun. What mm-hmm. one thing we like to do, you know, with all our our first our guests for their first time is to kind of uh, get the vibe of like what what you were up to at the time of the, you know, the the heyday of the N64, and I guess what your uh, experience with it was. Um, uh, is there, you know, do you, were you, like, paying attention at the time? Was What was it like, I guess, in, you know, the Australian launch? I know we're all on, like, different timelines at this sort of time, but, you know, yeah. what, what was your experience life like? Yeah, so I was, um, so I'm born in 92, so I would have been, what, like, six when it came out, so, you know... I think I just remember like mostly hype, you know, and um, friends getting them and, you know, me not having one, um, which was, yeah. you know, very painful. Um, <laughs> but um, one day, so I had a PC growing up. I didn't have a console until I was a bit older. But um, one day I get home from, I don't know, I assume primary school and dad's like, come in here, have a look at this. And he's got um, Ultra HLE which was like one of the very early N64 emulators um, up and running on his PC. And he's oh. like, yep. And um, there is, there's Zelda, uh, there's Ocarina of Time running on, on the PC in like, I think it was like 1999 or 2000. It was very early days. Um, and that was my, um, yeah, that was my first experience actually playing properly N64 games on a, on a you know, probably like a Pentium 3 Voodoo Banshee graphics card PC and, late 90s so i i can't say that that's typical for all australians but um yeah, yeah. that was that was how i did it and this has been the days before you know good third-party controllers for pc as well so i'm using like the mouse um not mouse just keyboard and i'm trying mm-hmm. to like spin bowser in mario 64 using like the arrow keys it's highly not ideal <laughs> wow yeah no, yeah that i feel like that is kind of unique to have like like um I don't know. My my parents weren't like adept like that technologically or anything. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's really cool. I think honestly. <laughs> yeah, look, it's uh, it's different, but um, yeah, no, dad was all super into that, um, and now me also. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's I good. noticed like some of the some of the comments and questions you've you've sent to us have have asked us about all the stuff that I'm like, I don't I don't know anything about this. So <laughs> I hope to you know learn more about. Well, we we got the we got the EverDrive, but we still haven't oh, even yeah, that's used right. it and yeah. stuff yet. Mm-hmm. So we're just getting into the that sort of world of like like checking out ROM hacks and things like that. Mm. So that'll be oh, fun. it's awesome. Yeah, 
Um, Before we get started, can I ask a very specific Australian Nintendo 64 question? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so um, in in the States, we had this game, Beetle Adventure Racing. Are you... Are you familiar with this game? Have you heard of it? Uh, I can't say that I have off the top of my head. Okay. It's, possi- it's possible we had it here, but... Um... Okay, because apparently in Australia, it's not Beatles. It's like some other car brand that's like very Australian. Is it Hot Wheels? Um... It's not Hot Wheels. It's like a real car brand. Oh, okay. Ooh. I don't know. Um I might have to Google it. Hmm, one yeah. of the hot okay. Australian car brands. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was going to say, we used to have Holden, um, but uh, that's they're gone now. <laughs> Nothing's made here anymore. Um, do we need to do... Yeah. We, we, I think we need to go and figure this out now, actually. Yeah, let's, let's hit up Google. Let's, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't come here to talk about Beetle so Adventure Racely, Racing. Beetle but... Adventure Racing. <laughs> HSV Adventure Racing. Oh, HSV. Yeah, that's Holden. Yeah. There we go. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, wow. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, we used to manufacture Holden in Australia up until uh, last factory only closed, like, maybe, like, five years ago. Yeah. So do they, do they have, like such power that they could come into this uh it's an ea game it looks like and Mm -hmm. and say like hey no you gotta put our cars in it they they had that power i really wouldn't have thought so but here we are (laughs) i guess beetles don't you know the volkswagen beetle doesn't really feel like a very powerful (laughs) vehicle no but we have we have them here like they could have just released it it would have been fine like everyone knows what a Hmm. volkswagen beetle is like yeah Okay, there must be there must be some like backstory to that. that we'll have okay, we'll okay, have we'll to have, have you on. Hate this table this for like six years when you get to nineteen ninety nine. I think this is the lineup for that episode. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll, I'll be back. I'm thinking of getting a tattoo of Luigi on my left butt cheek. I gotta thank you, Ryan, for kind of uh well, you're you're sort of the reason we um talked about like talked about doing this episode um you you reached out to us and you were like are you're mm-hmm. gonna cover the the uh nintendo uh vhs tapes right mm-hmm. um and and it turns out you you collect these is that is that something like are those stuff things you've had like since mm-hmm. then or really yeah okay. um these are things that were mailed to me uh they came into a mailbox uh these vhs tapes and for your younger listeners uh i cannot even explain <laughs> what this what that was like um but That's, yeah, it's so uh, cool. yeah most of most of the ones i have are um original ones that i've had since i was a kid and got them in the mail but I do, some of them I, I bought on ebay um more recently in the last like few years but yeah. It's very cool, and like we found them. There's one like uh, I have to put, I'll put a link, but there's like a YouTube channel where someone kind of like uploaded mm-hmm. them all, which I, I really appreciate. I yes, I didn't have these um any of these at the time. I didn't have like a Nintendo Power subscription, but um I did. You know, it just it did make me kind of nostalgic because there's plenty of like random promotional material I got that was like a like just a unique physical object like i I remember Mm -hmm. actually in the hype to the gamecube you know getting a disc 
that I put in my computer and it had all these like videos, you know, um, and you know, you, you'd get demo discs and things like that. And mm-hmm. there, there is something like, there's kind of like a nostalgic tactile <laughs> feeling to like, yeah, actually having these. And that's so cool. You still like have held on to them. Mm-hmm. Did you guys mm-hmm. used to get things in like cereal boxes? Like, um, you know, we'd get like a disc in there and it'd be like Tony Hawk's pro skater two. And you'd be like, yep, sweet. All right. Yeah. Um, I, um, this is, well, this is not the same thing, but, um, I used to have some game that came with, uh, um, one of those Captain, one of the Captain Crunch, you remember those, like, little crazy Captain Crunch, like, monsters they had? Like, I think it was Captain Crunch, and they, there was, like, a box of Captain Crunch that came with, like, a whole game, like, starring them. And I went kind of crazy for it because I loved Captain Crunch and I thought these <laughs> these monsters were like, um, I don't know, they were trying to like be like, they reminded me of like Taz, you know, just like mm. this crazy, like, you know, gnarly creature. <laughs> so it <laughs> appealed to me as a kid for sure. But I never got like a real, like a real game that I was like stoked about. Stoked about. I usually, like I've gotten demo discs and things like that, mm-hmm. but I never got like, wasn't there was one for like Tony Hawk where it was like play you play like the first level right the warehouse level I think I, I think seem there to remember was, like, it was the leveling. I thought it was the full game but this might be my you know child brain misremembering but I seem to remember we got the full I remember Age of Empires and Tony Hawk Two oh. <laughs> it came in um, Nutrigrain Nutrigrain I don't know if you guys have Nutrigrain there but yeah <laughs> that's not the cereal I would expect it to come in <laughs> I don't know it's kind of it kind of tracks for Age of Empires. I yeah, <laughs> I agree, and I mean I love that game, but I agree yeah. for sure. There is something like you're right about like it could have been Tony Hawk, it could have been the whole game. As a kid, yeah. it really felt like you know whatever you would get. Just like I got this yeah. crappy Captain Crunch game, and it was just like blew you know blew my mind, you know. So yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, these these are awesome. Um, Ryan, you said, like, I don't know how to explain this. I feel like the best way to explain these is that it's, like, it's, like, instead of getting a, a Nintendo Direct, like, you would get a Nintendo Direct mailed to you. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, like, uh, especially, like, um, the the sillier Nintendo Directs. Like, the kind yes. of, like, Awada era where they'd have, like, these skits, you know, like, the... Um, like the Star Fox puppets and the, you know, non-specific action figure, if you remember that, from, like, the Wii U and, like, those. And that's kind of, like, what these are. Like, I we're going to go go into them, but they oh, are, like, yeah. utterly ridiculous. And they're, like, here to sell you a game and, like, there's game footage and stuff. But they're also, like, these, like, l- like miniature B-movies at the same yes. time. Yes. I really appreciate that. Like even yeah. even like at the most like corny some of them get. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. if it feels like like there's some effort put behind this, yeah. you know. <laughs> and it's like they're all kind of like winking at the camera sort yeah. of. There's like some self-awareness but then also not at times, but yes. Yeah. That's what's mm-hmm. interesting about them is they all they all take this tone of this was in that uh well, so there's three videos we're talking about, and the first one was actually, um, the earliest one that uh, you had sent was from 1995, so before the Nintendo 64 had released. This, I think the video is called 
invasion of Nintendo. Welcome, gentlemen. Your assignment is simple. Infiltrate Nintendo's secret research and development laboratories and bring back some critical information. If you fail, I assure you it won't be a pretty sight. I will be forced to remove a vital appendage. <laughs> it's in that era where they were doing the, the play it loud marketing. So like they were trying to compete as like, like we're edgy and cool too, but then it's all, it's, it's got this weird tonal thing where then it's like, they're also being sarcastic. We know we're being edgy. We're being sarcastic about mm-hmm. it, but also we're showing you Yoshi's Island, which is <laughs> just, just yeah. so, such a strange, like tonal, you know, comparison, those three things. You have Yoshi's Island mm. going on and, and Bush is playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these soundtracks. I was blown away. Like I started like I was like, there's no doubt and the Toadies are on there, which are both bands that I love, but then there's a bunch I didn't even like I don't even remember, but I was like, I would love I wanted to sit down. I didn't have time, but I like I'm totally gonna sit down and make like a, a playlist that has like all these songs on it, it captures like such a perfect time. Then in the Star Fox video, you've got like real like it's almost Nirvana, but not quite. Like they've they've clearly been like yeah make, yeah you know, make Nirvana, but make it look like I didn't copy your homework kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's really yeah, it's funny like, that uh, one. It's like a uh, DDP's theme in WCW <laughs> that sounds like we just reversed the notes a couple mm-hmm. ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I had not watched the Star Fox one in probably like. Or I think it was the star. No, it, no, it was the change the system. Change the system. Um, yeah. Like I hadn't. Like I'd watched, put it on like recently to like capture some clips from. Um, but I hadn't like really watched it like all the way through. And um, I got to the end, and I'm like, okay, I'll just like watch the credits and stuff. And then I see like produced by Bob Mold on like yeah. one of the songs. I was like, and I was whoa. Like, <laughs> Like, oh, I know who that is now. I did not, you know, in 1996 or whatever. Yeah, that was, um, I remember that too. This is like, this is again more in that, like, slightly previous era, but in the, I remember in, uh, Council Wars, both the book and the, the documentary, they also bring this up, like, the bands Nintendo got to play some event, and it's like they had, like, the butthole surfers playing an event, and it's like, well, that's such a, like, I it's not like the most niche band, but that's like kind of mm-hmm. a like a very specific choice. It, it yeah, it still feels actually kind of cool <laughs> that they yeah. that they did that. But um, what did what did you think about? Because we we've talked about on on our show like it's like some of this is like advertising from like right. This was right before you were born. Like, did mm-hmm. it did it speak to you at all? It did you grow up with this era of like marketing like at all in your memory? Where everything's like, yeah, like old people yeah. are rude. And... Like, vaguely, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, especially just like the cheesy, like, villain-like yeah. guys who are, you know, sneaking in. That feels very... That was like uh, every every single video had to had that element to it. Well, not the, the change the system was more like lighthearted but like i love that like nintendo has has like a they have like a persecution complex <laughs> it seems yeah, like the other every two video go pretty hard 
<laughs> yeah, I was actually kind of surprised by in the in the Star Fox one where they like legit had the guys with the Sony and Sega shirts. Like, yeah, it's quite on the nose. Like, I don't know if you could get away with that. Like, I guess you know. Yeah, I guess no. it's going direct to people these days. You couldn't do it, right? No. Yeah, would it be would it be like because like would Sony and Sega be upset or would like everyone you think everyone else would probably think of it as like in poor taste too don't you think yeah i would think it would just be more that sony and sega would just yeah litigate i don't know Uh, i don't know if you can over that but i'm not a lawyer but uh yeah it just seems like just a product of the time i i would feel like like just personally it'd be like okay nintendo like you're not like (laughs) Like even even at this time, it's like you're not some like scrappy you know underdog fight, fight mm-hmm. like playing it loud, fighting the system. You know, I mm-hmm. like almost like their their directs like almost couldn't be like it would almost be annoying if they tried to make an edgy Yoshi <laughs> direct again. You know, it just feel yeah. like you know, just like Yoshi could be cute. It's fine. You know, I I do. I mean, I there there is something though that kind of appealed to me about like I think it was in the. Was it in the Nintendo, the Invasion of Nintendo? That's where they had, like, the different skits with, like, the old people who are, like, just, like, way too into the games or saying something, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. vaguely crass about certain things. Like, there's something that's, like, kind of nostalgic about that. But, yeah, it's, like, I wouldn't expect Nintendo to go that way ever again. Nah. Yeah, (laughs) I don't think any of the major companies will ever do that again and like and i don't mean this in like a like return way or anything um because like i don't know like this stuff like also isn't great uh in a lot of ways but like i I feel like there's just like this level of like decorum and just like corporatism in like the game industry now where it's like oh we're all gamers i wish the best for our competition who aren't actually competition we will never actually mention them um and that's why i think like stuff like when a bunch of like the the microsoft stuff kind of like leaked during um during like the the hearings about the monopoly and all that with the activision acquisition and there were there were like those emails from like sony people being like we don't we don't see game pass as a threat and like and all all this kind of stuff that like these companies like never say because they don't like really acknowledge each other like Mm -hmm. by name or anything but like back in back in this era like it was it was pretty overt yeah they were like you you almost had to like call them It, it makes me think of like pro wrestling a little bit where it's like yeah. you, you got to like do a promo on the other company or something, you know. Oh no, that's what E3 used to be like in in the heyday, like in the like late 90s, early 2000s, like yeah. they were just dropping bombs on stage. The last like bombs 24/7. The last time we got something like that at E3, I feel like was actually kind of mild. It was like the one with the the last like console generation where like you know, they they were like, "Oh, you can lend your game to your friend." Wasn't that yep. the the big move they did? I, I yeah, I don't even remember the specifics. Right? It was like yeah, uh, Sony right did that. Yeah. yeah, Xbox was not going to allow. Yeah, 
And it was Bank like sharing. It's like kind of it was like kind of a mild dunk, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Compared to like using the the competition's name in your marketing slogans, you know, like Nintendo don't and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, do you want that to re- you want that kind of marketing to come back? <laughs> Uh no. <laughs> no, that's not your vibe. <laughs> it's like you still it's like when you uh you still see people sometimes doing the console wars thing online mm-hmm. and it's like really? Yeah. You're yeah. still doing Yeah, that? it's like just, it's like yeah. just fighting a war that's Fit ended bridge. so long long ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jago rules. Reptile rules. Jago rules. Jago sucks big time. You suck. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about some of this invasion of Nintendo. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we well, mm-hmm. I I wanted to mention with with the the parts like of the you know the edgy old people like cracking wise and stuff. I was thinking of that like what I liked about like the this kind of shows some effort in that like in those little vignettes like they actually like looked kind of cool. Like they shot them like they kind of looked like a. A music video or something like that just some of the yeah some of the like sets and shots they did and i was like i don't know i i kind of just like there was some there's something behind it they put some effort in there but i do think it's important to mention um the donkey kong country exposed video was the first vhs that nintendo power sent out and that like really established what you were just talking about that sort of house style for these videos like um you've got the you know like those gross like piss filters that were in like every like grunge and industrial like music video of the era and then um you know, everything just looks like an Alice in Chains video. And yes. then you also, every person talks like Jeff Spicoli in yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Like, that is just like, you have like five dudes in every video who are just like ultimate dudes. <laughs> and, it's, and, and again, it's funny because they're, they're usually playing like a Nintendo game, which yeah. is like cute. <laughs> like in, in one of them, yeah. they're playing Mario 64 and they're like, yeah, get Bowser. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Okay, calm down, guys. Like we're we're swinging a turtle around by the tail. Yeah. <laughs> Not that intense. And then shaky cam. There's so <laughs> much shaky oh, cam in oh these. They are everything Dutch is angles. Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like and like yeah. freeze frame slow mo where it's like like one frame a second. Like what? Who thought that looked good? That well, you also just reminded me in the some of the Nintendo powers we've read from around the time we're at now in the show. There's these. Th- what? How about the oh, Star Fox advertisements? Yeah. There's a uh, lot of advertisements are like this. What's it? It's, it's like oh, there's um a, a puke bag. Yeah, they're of like, like mm-hmm. an airplane, you know, vomit bag or whatever. Yeah, it's like telling you to pick up pick up these guides so you you won't have that queasy feeling they're like our game like, will you're, make you're you gonna vomit. get sick from playing <laughs> unless yeah. you you look at our guide <laughs> that's like it could be like wow. no matter what game it is it could be like like kirby or something and they're like you're gonna shit your pants <laughs> <laughs> like, okay <laughs> so b- both the both the invasion of nintendo and change the system videos feature like the same three guys like from nintendo Mm -hmm. um i 
I recognize uh, Ken Lobb because I, you know, mm-hmm. hear his name brought up, especially like with the whole Goldeneye uh, connection. That's like kind of one of the mm-hmm. one of the best fun facts about Goldeneye. But um, the uh, the other guys, Henry and Armand, were also in both the videos, and those are those are personalities that I'm like less familiar with. I guess like I guess uh, Ryan, you probably have more familiarity because you watched these at the time. Are those guys like you recall seeing in like a bunch of videos or they're just like, are they play test? Like they say they're game testers, right? Yeah. I mean, so those two don't particularly ring any bells, but like there are a few people that they kind of like bring out like, um, on in, in a few of these videos, um, Dan Osen, who's like, uh, he's like a, a long time uh, Nintendo guy. I think he's in the the Donkey Kong Country video. And so what's interesting, again, going back to Donkey Kong Country video, that mm-hmm. is the first like real public introduction to the treehouse because that's where it was like sort of established. Like we have this like cool place for making and testing Donkey Kong Country because it's like the a killer app and um and then like over time that just becomes nintendo of america's like localization center and like kind of like pr um vehicle and like it's these videos like there is like a really clear through line from like these videos to like something like treehouse live and nintendo directs um right just like pretty interesting i was thinking about that like i wonder if there are people who think of like some of these people who are in these videos like as fondly as like some people treat you know certain like even like i I guess like reggie is kind of one of the one of the pinnacle ones Mm because he was like you know one of the top guys but like you know people who would show up and like basically market these games like people think nostalgically for which i think is i mean it's it's nice in a lot of ways but it's it's kind of a strange thing but um and I was thinking about oh, in a Nintendo Power, there there was like a, a article section in some of the issues, uh, with with this guy and this girl who, kind of are it's supposed to be like kind of like hey we're like, you know, uh, connecting with the fans and stuff like that. There was one we were reading for Star Fox sixty four where it was like we'll tell you how to get online on Nintendo dot com and check out stuff and it was like it's meant to be like personable and relatable and i was mm-hmm. like that's that's like such a i a career that now seems like i guess it is has transitioned into like people doing that on youtube but it's crazy to think about doing that you know for a magazine like mm-hmm. <laughs> just in my lifetime that's barely been a thing you know or like it's been slowly dying too dead in my lifetime you know mm-hmm Mm-hmm. It was um kind of wild. Speaking of like the website, it's kind of wild to me seeing like them advertise a website on these VHS videos from like the mid nineties. I'm like, the internet would have been so you know so quite young then. Mm-hmm. Like crazy that they even had them. Like you know, I think they advertise on the Star Fox one. Like go to you know www.starfox.com mm-hmm. or starfox64.com, and I'm like, I've got to try this, and it doesn't go anywhere. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's sad. But like, imagine I don't know, just. Yeah, I kind of don't think of the era of VHS and the era of the internet overlapping very much, but obviously mm-hmm. there was, you know, a, a small amount there, yeah, right yeah. at the end. That's one thing I'm we've picked up on on doing the show 
is, you know, when we're looking at, like, everything from that time period, like, everyone in 1996 and 1997 is talking about getting a, having a website and going mm-hmm. on the internet. We watched, or, well, we didn't watch it. I, back, back months ago, I listened to the State of the Union address, and, and Bill Clinton was like, we got websites. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, everyone's, I mean, I guess we're, uh, we're going into the the new era, you know, the internet age. So everyone's stoked about that, which is good and, and bad in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a different time back then when like everyone, you know, sort of, yeah, had a website. Now it's like, you know, everyone's just on like Reddit or YouTube or whatever. But back in the day, everyone just had their own website. It was, yeah, different time. The world, the wild west. I, I do kind of miss just going to a website. I don't really do that anymore. Oh, yeah. I go to Google yeah, Google Docs all the time. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. How would you the the first tape we watched, the invasion of Nintendo. There is we we mentioned a little bit the storyline. Why don't you tell people what what's the storyline for the the SNES invasion of Nintendo? Now, your next assignment won't be so easy. It's information no one, absolutely no one has. It's a smuggled video from the Shoshenkai show in Japan. Get it, and don't let it out of your sight. Get it. The, the big reason we're talking about this was, Ryan, you said this is the first footage that Nintendo ever sent out that contained footage of, like, N64. It's mostly, like, screenshots. Though there's some shots, too, but yeah. Still, mostly, yeah, I think it's, like, all still images. Yeah. 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 Um so yeah, they there there is that part too where they they literally send the guys well, supposedly mm-hmm. someone just took footage of the event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like adding interesting commentary to it. <laughs> they they like walk in, they're like, "Oh, did you bring the tickets? No, you were supposed to bring the tickets." Yeah, very. It's very like juvenile, like you know. Uh, like mm-hmm. as a kid, I probably would have thought like it's the funniest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Howard Lincoln's yeah. there, and he's just telling them like, "Go away, yeah. basically." Yeah, <laughs> they go in. They're like, "Hey, hey, you, where's the tapes?" They clearly <laughs> just the got tapes? like random other. I, I I don't know if the other people they talked to were anybody, but it was just like let's. Let's get some, like, they're probably like, hey, you want to be in our little video thing? This event, the, it was the, what was it, the... Uh, Shoshinkai. Shoshinkai, yeah. Which um, would become Space World later. Oh, okay. Well, cool. Then mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot of history there, for sure. Mm-hmm. This was, I mean, not only was this, like, the first, I think this was the first place uh, anyone saw, like, N64 stuff, right? Outside of Nintendo. I remember reading the article from Nintendo Power after it, and it was all about, like, yeah, everyone's, like, hyped about the N64 now, like, it's finally been revealed type thing. I think this was, like, the video they had, like, really felt like they were revealing it. It was it was kind of awesome with the music and everything. Yeah, yeah, I think this um, most likely would have been film. I think... I don't actually know when that um, event took place, but probably like either before or like, yeah, it would, no, it was in 95. So it would have been before the Japanese launch because it launched in Japan in June 96. Mm. So 
yeah, that would have probably been the first public showing, I'm guessing, but not totally sure. It was. It also had that iconic um, footage. Uh, it was like the very first footage of Ocarina of Time. Um, you know, back when it was just called Zelda 64, yes. and like I think they had a few stills yeah. of that in the video. And I, seeing those brought me right back. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, that boy. video was very hype. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I think I don't like remember the hype for Ocarina of Time as much because I, I was kind of like yeah. that's that's really I was already like had played and beaten at least one Zelda game I had beaten at least at the time, but it was like before I was like a big Zelda fan, you know, like that era was really what solidified it. So like, um, but I've become like retroactively nostalgic of that footage. Cause you know, now I've, now it's been, uh, 20 years of being a diehard Zelda fan. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, have seen that so much. And it's so, it's so weird. Cause it, it looks like Ocarina of time, but it, it like does not look like Ocarina of time at all in a lot of ways too. I guess yeah, it was like sort of early in development. Yeah, it really changed a lot by the time they got to the the um, end game. Yeah, it wouldn't mm. come out for like two and a half more years, I think. So yeah, they keep yeah. teasing it in oh, Nintendo Power. It's, it's in like almost every issue. It feels like they'll they'll just post a little screenshot. Did it like did it like get delayed or anything? It feels like it's such a long time for it did. I think I remember reading in the Nintendo Power, like they'd have the up list of upcoming and at one point it had uh like I think the year before it listed the year before. Like ninety seven. What was the delayed game discourse like about Ocarina of Time? Because every Zelda game has it. It was it was brutal. Like (laughs) being an being an N sixty four owner. Like obviously, like the internet and social like social media didn't exist. So in like forums, I certainly wasn't on forums. But like, I mean, I had you know conversations with friends and everything, and you know it was always like. Okay, we just there's a there's a dry spell for N64. We just got to hold out a little bit longer. Like Zelda's coming. Like Zelda's coming. 1997 <laughs> Zelda's coming. Yeah. And eventually like my friends and I were just like fuck it, I'm getting a PlayStation. <laughs> like <laughs> Like, I'm sorry, I can't. Like, there's Final Fantasy VII, there's Castlevania Symphony of the Night, That's Resident fair. Evil. I, I can't. I can't mm. be this one, one N64 guy. War Gods isn't going to do it. War- no. <laughs> no. It's not going to tide me over. Sorry, Gronks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, be careful. It'll come for you. He's hard, he's hard to beat. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the Wii U era again, like where it was like, yeah, Zelda for Wii U, it's coming, guys. Like, here's this tech uh, demo. Like, get ready for Zelda Wii U. And, and yeah. Yeah, that's uh, we like... We all know how that mm-hmm. ended up. I mean, we're a Nintendo-based podcast, but it's like, yeah, they really can be like, we've got you. Like, you, you're gonna buy this Zelda. Like, that's like, I don't even... I don't even play a lot of, like... I play, like, occasionally a new game, but not as much as a lot of people we know. And, mm-hmm. um... You know, I spend a lot of time playing old games, obviously, but it's like if a new Zelda game comes out, it's like I have to drop, you know, whatever I'm doing yeah. to play it. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't have to, like I, you know, I'm compelled to. <laughs> I like, to. Yeah. I, I like can, I cannot not play it. So it's like, yeah, yeah, I, I remember that feeling in the Wii U 
era of being like, well, I mean, I guess I can, I mean, it's cool. I can play Twilight Princess. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I bought, I bought my Wii U just to play Wind Waker HD. I was so hyped for that. And I got the one with the, you know, the gamepad with the, oh, yeah. Um, was, yeah. And, uh, you know, I must be one of only like six people that has one over here, but um, yeah, <laughs> cool, it was rare item. It was, it was great. And then, and then Smash came out. You know, it was it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the Wii U was great, but obviously I'm. Well, we'll save it for the Wii U. The Wii U uh, flashback Wii U. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I twenty thirty five. I was I was uh, on a Nintendo podcast through the entirety of the Wii U era, and oh. like we. Uh, we tried to keep things positive, and uh, it was we're a, a we're a weekly show um, about oh. Nintendo, and it definitely got to the point where we were like doing like full episodes just talking about like Game Boy Advance games that were on the Virtual Console, and we're like, "There's this." That's that reminds me. This is a way off a mm-hmm. tangent, but it reminds me of yeah. our our friends over on the Zelda Cast who do a weekly Zelda show, and mm. in the lead up to Tears of the Kingdom. Like, until, like, you know, whatever, not even a year before, it was like, okay, so I guess this week we can, uh, we can do a retrospective on the items in the Minish Cap or, you know, something. Or it's like, what do we talk about? There's no news. <laughs> so there's this hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's really get into the hat theory. Deep dive. So for the invasion of Nintendo, the, the, the N64 package at the end mckenna how how hyped do you think that would have gotten you for the n64 <laughs> based off the game uh, show and and honestly a lot of the game not a lot games. a majority of them are ones we've now played but there there are a couple that is, have yet is to this come like the, the real it's sort of yeah they both that one... actually meant all of them i think pretty much yeah, had never. like a here's the games we have coming but mm-hmm. so it might be it might be hard to remember all of them but i guess they yeah, there was a lot of crossover because like, we're, right <laughs> we're kind of we did watch them back to back to back and then again today we did, <laughs> but uh, I mean they all they're all kind of from a similar ish era. This so. was like a lot of the ones we've played already. Plus, I feel like some ones that are still in the maybe a year away. Yeah, well, there and there's some that don't even come out, which is kind of kind of <laughs> interesting to see. Kirby then. Air Ride. Kirby Air Ride, yeah, I was I was like unsure if that was a real game or not. Yeah. I had to like look it up. Um, there was also Earth- it's real. I think some of the it eventually happened. Wow. That's a GameCube case though. Yeah. <laughs> what what else? There was um in one of them they had Earth Earthbound, didn't they? Or is that I may be thinking of the Nintendo? That's in Nintendo. They're Power hyping a that lot. in Nintendo yeah. Power. So there's there's some like Mother sixty four. I mean, I guess that happens all the time with yeah. with, with game like that's like like Metroid Prime Four. We're seeing that kind of now. Like, uh, what's up with that? But it it seems <laughs> it does seem like a weird thing. Like they're showing footage and like screenshots of mm-hmm. these games that just never come out. And it's like it's like is this the one where it, that has uh, shadows and Star Fox? I think there's shadows... one where they're, I feel like they're like going mm. back and forth between those. So it like almost looks mm. like they're sharing gameplay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it feels like an yeah, interesting which, uh, editing choice. Which one is giving the other the rub, do you think? <laughs> they're both pretty good in the in the space combat. Yeah, aspect, so. I, I think uh, Star Fox 64 definitely has some flashier looking stuff. 
Yeah. So, so like, yeah, in terms of that, like, video package, um, like, yeah, what was, I guess, did that, did that hype you up, Ryan, at the time, like, when you saw this? Did you see this one at the time? Um, I, I did not see this actual video. I never got this one. It literally must have been lost in the mail, but, uh-huh. um... I do remember, like, these games. Like, I had a Nintendo Power subscription. Mm -hmm. And what I can tell you from this era is I was hyped AF for (laughs) Body Harvest. Body Harvest, yeah. (laughs) Because that was was one that they were like, this is the game. Body Harvest and Mission Impossible. Both of those seem, like, very, like, much, like, not Nintendo 64, like, what you think of at all. Or, like, really even Nintendo, so... It is interesting. Yeah. I feel like there is some of that with like it almost feels strange like some of the games we've played that remind me of that where I'm like it's weird this is even on the console. But I guess they had they had to have games that weren't just you know they 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 wanted to kind of appeal to everyone I guess it seems. So mm-hmm. um even I guess even Super Nintendo had that a little bit, you know, where they kind of they had some stuff that was more not their style. They're kind of like hedging a little bit, you know. The one other thing that stood out to me in that was there was uh, some footage. There was a screenshot of uh, Wave Race when they were still like trying to make it like F Zero <gasps> Hydro Thunder. Hydro looking. Thunder. Yeah. yeah, they've got like a like a yeah. big vehicle type thing, like a sci fi vehicle on the water, which is kind of a game. I think they should they should still make that. I think that's a good they idea. They should, or like yeah. they should make another F Zero game where you, it's like. They could be like Diddy Kong Racing. Go on the water, go on the sky. You know, why not? On September 29th, N64 is scheduled for release in North America. The system is about to change. But before it does, we decided to invite three of the best gamers in the country to put it to the test. This is N64. Let's talk about the other videos. Change the system. Mm -hmm. There's some interesting stuff that I wanted to mention in here. Oh, yeah. This this one did not have, you know, people weren't infiltrating. This was, we're inviting the top gamers mm. in the world <laughs> to come and experience the N64. And I, I honestly, I love, like, when these type of things, advertisement or even, like, popular media, like, news stories and whatever at the time have to, like, communicate the gaming world to people. Like, mm-hmm. that maybe don't know the gaming world, because when they're introducing these guys, like, the way they, like, are trying to present their, like, bona fides or whatever are very funny. You've got David Chessel, <laughs> a.k.a. Quickfinger. Quickfinger. <laughs> martial arts and sportsmaster. <laughs> you have Brian o- O'Rourke, a.k.a. Extended Play, action and adventure expert. And Steve Greaves, aka Game Face. Game Face. Unbeatable. Unbeatable. <laughs> it's like no one can check. I, um, no one can check that. I, yeah. I actually looked him up because I was like, I wonder what happened to Ooh. those guys. And um, you did. What oh. happened to? Yeah. Um, so they have two of them have IMDb pages. Um, the first two. So <laughs> are they credited David for being Jessel? in this? David Chessel, yeah, they are. It's oh. credited. It's a. It's got a page on um, IMDb. Oh. But um, apparently, David Chessel went on to work as a film editor and um, worked on the Tekken 2010 movie. Um, oh, and I've not seen even that more one. recently, 
won Best Editor at the MTV Music Video Awards for his work on Olivia Rodrigo's music video for Vampire. Whoa. So, wow. There's your, Whoa. There's your fun fact. Um, yeah, and then you've got Brian O'Rourke, who didn't do much, and then Steve Greaves, a.k.a. Gameface, was <laughs> never seen again. No one could beat was, him. So, yeah, couldn't be beaten. <laughs> his work here was done. <laughs> I love that. Mm. It, it actually reminded me mm. of again, slightly off topic, but there's this um there's this guy from uh a different who used to be I don't know if he still is. I, I don't follow who is at, who is at what Zelda fan sites anymore, but there's this guy mm. who is one of the one of the people at uh Zelda Universe um that mm. and we kind of we kinda of interact with some of them. I don't I don't know him as well, but he's um this fella well, you know, I, I I won't put him on blast, but he's actually he was on the um back in the day he was on the Australian uh, edition of Beauty and the Geek. <laughs> I don't know right. if you remember okay. that show. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. So they're trying to you know they're trying to give this guy credits. You know, like what's his what's his sort of like claim to geekdom? You know, his claim to fame. And it the stat comes on the screen that says uh, one of the top five Legend of Zelda players in the world. It's like, what does it mean? To How be... are you ranking this? <laughs> How do I get on that list of like the best Zelda players? In the world? Is it like speed? I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I love like you know, it's cool. Like, it's cool to know like, oh, this guy's a martial arts expert. Like, as a, as a kid, I would have seen that and I would have been like, this is who I um, who this is what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> Is a expert quick finger. I want to be quick finger. Yeah. When they're going around, they totally have that sort of vibe. You're talking, maybe not full Spicoli, but you know what I mean? Everyone mm-hmm. is like, uh, everyone's got a tood for sure. And then even, um, mm-hmm. we mentioned, I, re- I really was cracking up when they go talk to, uh, uh, Henry again, when Henry, he's showing them Mario, right? He's showing them Mario 64. Uh, he's showing them shadows. <laughs> Oh, he show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think Ken Lobb shows them Mario. Yes. Yeah. And and he does a yeah. great. Ken Lobb does a great job oh of showing off mm-hmm. the how all the little intricacies. <laughs> like it is uh, like all these things have the sort of little like marketing buzzwords about all the games mm-hmm. that they're trying to communicate. But I'm like, when Ken Lobb is showing all the stuff about Mario, I'm like, true, true, true. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> You're right, man. Like, that is cool. <laughs> it's just it's just stuff that we take for granted now. But when he's like, oh, you know, you move the analog stick a little bit and Mario will tiptoe. Mm-hmm. Like, that was mind-blowing back then. You know, mm-hmm. now it's like, yes, I know how an analog stick works, Ken. Like, come on, mate. But um, There's something yeah, about then, it. The way they describe it, I'm like, yeah, yeah that's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> Still blows my mind. Yeah. I love when they, like, go in there and they first, like, meet Ken Lobb and he, like, runs his hands through his hair and oh, that's yeah. where he's, he says, like, so I hear, I understand you're here to learn about the Nintendo 64. <laughs> we, like, we we were just watching that and our, our uh, uh, Nico, our, our buddy Nico, our roommate, caught it and was like, he's, he's so, this is really creepy right now. <laughs> so I feel bad. He, I don't think he needs, she should no. be portrayed in such a light. And it's no. got that little mustache happening there, and I know I can't talk, but like you know, that also I think adds to it. <laughs> I thought he looked, you know, the stash looked good on him. Uh, it's just, you know, it was just like not fl- a flattering lighting, you know, close up on his face, you know, it's all the, 
It was definitely better. I actually liked it in the previous video where they had a part where his mother was like berating him. Um, <laughs> yes, I was like, was okay, so good. I like this. It's like more. Hum- it's a little bit more humble, you know, a little bit. That was his torture. The other ones, it was like, we're going to break your thumbs. And for him, it's like, here's your mum. <laughs> yeah. There he is, Mr. Game Player. We didn't bring you up to play games all day. We had big plans for you. You were going to go to Harvard. Now you're in Redmond? Your sister's a doctor, your brother's a banker. And what are you? A gamer. You weren't always like this. But now look at you, combo slappies. Where did we go wrong? Okay, okay, I'll talk, I'll talk! But when they, yeah, so they, I, I do want to talk about when, uh, when they're showing them Shadows of the Empire, because, like, the, yeah, the, like, mm-hmm. he's describing all these different features, but he's, like, he's also, like, kind of, like, whatever about it, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, and you're, like, mm-hmm. and some of the co- terms are really funny, he's, like, you're in, like, a maze-style level, <laughs> like, Pac-Man, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> such a weird term to describe some of the gameplay. He seemed kind of blasé about some of the things. Oh, this is my favorite part. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, I mean, he does, like, as soon as they're in there, he's like, I guess I'll cut to the chase and get to my favorite part, the game. <laughs> yes! <laughs> like, what? I don't understand. I don't know. that you would You expect that kind of, like, sort of stuff from like a direct would almost add like kind of like cheesy lines like that but it, yeah. it's so funny here where they're like you can tell he's like he's trying to come off cool for sure yeah. like whether whether or not he knows how like goofy the video is i think he's like i'm this is like cool i'm like almost too cool for this video yeah <laughs> i play video games for a living it's cool oh uh, yeah which which of the of the three guys was your favorite mckenna <laughs> Who would you want to like learn about a game from? Uh, let's see. There it was. Uh... We had Henry, who who told us about Shadows. Ken for Mario, and then Armin for uh, uh, Pilot Wings in this one. Oh, definitely the Pilot Wing. <laughs> he was very he, yeah. Yeah, that seemed. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it seemed he seemed like really chill about it. I remember him talking about that one, uh, like pilot wings dive where you go through like all the rings. That level they show off. I don't know if you've done that. That's like I feel like a hard. That's a hard challenge. And then he's just like, "Oh, don't forget to you know pull up at the end." He made it look easy. He's like, "Oh my god, that 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 mm-hmm. was so hard when we were doing it." It, it took us like twenty <laughs> tries to do that. Yeah. I mean, he's a professional. You know, he's yeah. He should be good. Plays video games for a living. Yeah. Yeah. Armand, um, Armand was also my favorite in the invasion video where they turn up and they're like, you know, tell us about, you know, um, I can't remember what it was, Donkey Kong. And he's like, nah, you could kill me. And I still wouldn't talk. And then they open up the suitcases <laughs> yeah. of money and he's like, nah, have a seat, gentlemen. Like, oh. <laughs> he's easily he's bought. So well. yeah. He's so yeah. corrupt. Yeah. And then, like, there's a later shot where they're like, tell us more. And he's like, counting his money. He's like, yeah, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, he was great. No torture, yeah. uh, Mario torture required, I guess. <laughs> Well, we'll I, get to that. I, I feel like he was also the most humanized in this video as well, because they have that, like, clip of him, like, getting, like, frustrated, but, like, laughing, and he's, like, pretending to throw the controller. <laughs> and I was like, that that seems, like, that seems legit. Like, mm. he seems real. That that was something that I, 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 we talked about a little bit, um, sort of jumping ahead, but, like, uh, with the, 
with the rumble pack. Um, we talked about it in our mm-hmm. Star Fox episode about how like one of the big things you notice about the rumble pack is it there's a lot of rumbles for when you get hit and when you die. Mm-hmm. And it seems like so there was actually like almost sort of like a like an encouraged fun factor to like you dying or mm-hmm. failing in a video game and other people like watching and laughing and stuff. And it was like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I, I sort of actually sort of liked that. That was like, I encouraged like, Hey, it's kind of fun when you're playing pilot wings and you smash your, mm-hmm. your hang glider into the side of a cliff. It's like actually hilarious, you know, like the way they present it where they're all like losing their shit is like maybe a little <laughs> too much, but it is like, we we had a lot of great times in Pilot Wings, like oh, yeah. losing, all the, like cra- goofy screams. The- <laughs> <laughs> it is also like it was that era where you know a lot of households only had one or two TVs. So if someone was going to be playing a ostensibly single player game, you wanted it to be entertaining for everyone that was sitting around forced to watch. Like yeah, you know, so- <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Armand, I think, had the... He actually had kind of the energy of, like... He's, like, the type of guy I would want to learn, like, how to actually, uh, like, skydive from. Or, like, <laughs> like teach me how to fly a plane. There's just something, yeah. like, like, very p- positive. And like you said, like, he's he's laughing and self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. Like, like he, mm-hmm. he, he's, he had the most Nintendo vibe of all of them, you know? Yeah, totally, totally. Um... One last thing that I could think of from this video that really stuck out was in the video where they're like, you know, showing all the crazy features and stuff like that. Uh, one that they they really uh, uh, hammer home is they're like, it has a Z button, which is pretty crazy. I don't yeah. think anybody had had a uh, Z button <laughs> before this. I thought buttons only went up to Y. <laughs> yeah, X, Y. <laughs> what, what do they do now? <laughs> which is really, it's just like... There's not there's nothing really that special about the Z button, I don't think. What, what? I mean, it's on the back there's of the controller. There's something special <laughs> about the Z button. Okay. I can't okay. put it into words, but it's special. Do you what do you think about the Z uh, button as like cuz you you haven't really like played a lot on N64, but how are how are you like acclimating to the Z button? Um I mean, it's like uh, it's like the back buttons you have. Now, now you have two <laughs> Don't of them. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just I'm just used to having two Z buttons in there. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. behind it's, my it's my making LR. certain NSO games kind of annoying because yeah, we it, did talk about we talked about mm-hmm. that in Star Fox, but L and R are like mm. the the matching ones, but you actually want R and Z to be the matching ones, and so you're playing, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I just oh, fair, I, I associate it with Z targeting. Z targeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. There. I mean, there's yeah, like a lot of features mm-hmm. actually that it, like the the Z button kind of gets gets uh, lumped in with, and I think I mean in Mario, it's it's actually kind of adds a lot to the game. So, uh, yeah, it's easy to make fun of, but it, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's speaking cool. of what I would call the Z button, um, <laughs> the, uh, the, there's definitely a few shots there where they're playing a game that um, definitely requires you to hold the middle grip and they're holding the controller by the outside grips. And Ooh, I'm like, oh, that's oh. a uh, sure hope someone got fired for that blunder. Wait, you know? who is doing that? Are you saying like uh, uh, Game I Face? Think, I think it might have been one of the kids. No, nah, it might have been Game Face, actually. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to go back and review the footage. Well, maybe he knows something <laughs> was... we don't. That's why he's unbeatable. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's playing uh, 
different alternate control scheme where you use the D-pad or something, yeah. Yeah, overall, I thought this was, like, a fun tape. I, I like mm-hmm. they, you know, they just threw in so many random little, like, uh, non-sequitur. Mm-hmm. You know, you talked about the shaky cam and stuff, but they'd randomly be, like, you know, they're walking down the hall and they're like, oh, let's goof around with this object. It's almost like they're doing, like, improv with, with like, random objects in the room. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, there's, they're like, they are full teens in this video yeah. because they are also commenting on everything. Like, <laughs> the kids are just constantly commenting, um, which is very teen. Because um, there's like the the part where they all like harmonize and say 360. Oh yeah, and they're like, yeah, three sixty. Like, <laughs> and like, I just picture them like high fiving and stuff, like so sick. But like, uh, the give him a toss, man. He ain't nothing. He ain't nothing. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. They're like so getting yeah. so like hyped on like uh, like a Bowser boss fight, which is I mean it's yeah. cool, but it's it's just, pretty hype. It's like, not like uh, the way they present it is like they're radical, you know. Well, I don't know. Maybe Mario's pretty radical. I don't want to. I don't want to say he's not, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the hype they have for it is uh, it's kind of infectious, honestly. We watched yeah. this before, like we. I had it on like way back when we first started because I was just like playing random old media I could find, and it it definitely helped me get into the uh, to the mindset of uh, that early N sixty four era and like what mm. is. Uh, what's on the horizon i guess so <laughs> one thing that that um, also stood out to me and uh, it was interesting that we were saying before about how these were sort of the precursor to modern nintendo directs um was you know at the end they show the killer instinct trailer and that had a real like <gasps> oh! one more thing vibe you yeah, know yeah. which it kind totally of yeah, was. very much yeah it was like oh this is you know exactly like a modern direct where they you know reveal mm-hmm. a smash character or whatever i was like oh that's yeah that's awesome is um is Killer Instinct Gold, do you think, like, a good game for that? Like, I, I, I have a hard time judging. Yeah. Cause, okay. Because yeah. I, I personally do love that game now, but you know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. one that, at the time, I don't know if people would have been like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and what's great about that is, like, it works on so many levels, and because... In the the first video, the first VHS, the Donkey Kong Country Exposed, um, they they play through the video credits, and it's like brought to you by Nintendo Power, and then it cuts back to the guy who's like filming it, and he's got like his shaky cam and stuff, and he's like, "Whoa, what's in this room?" And he like opens up the door, and it's a bunch of like Nintendo employees playing Killer Instinct on the SNES and they're like get out of here you can't see this (laughs) and then it like drops the camera um so then like yeah having this as like another you know one more thing um was was huge and I was I was super hyped for Killer Instinct Gold back in the day so it's like one of those things where it's like this feels like you know, so much of the tone we talked about and stuff, it feels like it's like a whole different era. But then this is true about like a lot of aspects about Nintendo where it's like there's some things like they've actually have just been doing for a long time. And they, you know, they they're not ones to not like like they will they'll reuse old ideas. 
in new mm-hmm. games that you're like, oh wow, like like I can't believe they made that work. So like they're I don't know, I guess they the Nintendo Directs they they've got a longer lineage than people even associate them with now. Word on the street is you got a new Nintendo 64 game coming out. Could you be a little more specific? We got a lot of new games coming out. <laughs> Star Fox 64. Test pilot boy. You want to know about Star Fox 64, eh? Uh, yeah, and you'd better tell us all you know. Or else! How about the Star Fox video? And this is the one that I think has oh. the most, um... <laughs> this one has the most overt plot, I think, really. It, it, it really feels like... Well, maybe because it's about one game, but... Um... What, what happens in this one? <laughs> oh, man. Um, <laughs> Lands. <laughs> he, he's parachuting into his office. <laughs> yeah, oh, I forgot about the parachuting. <laughs> Which is wild. And then uh, you got these two guys with walkie-talkies, and one goes, the eagle has landed. <laughs> <laughs> they they just start, and... <laughs> they're walking around with uh, Sega and Sony sweaters on. They're flaunting mm-hmm. it. And the, uh, so, so what's yeah? What's their plan here? I was very confused by like what their actual plan was. Well, so um, the the parachute them. guy, I think his name's Peter. They um, <laughs> yeah, they, they want to kidnap Peter and find out uh, about uh, Star Fox sixty four. I think that's the that's the goal. The, th- the um, thing is, but is, we'll get to the plot holes in a minute. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say they find out about it, and it's like the worst thing ever. And I'm like, but you got what you wanted, guys. <laughs> like, I guess it's like it's too good. They couldn't. They can't even believe it. Mm. But um, the, the best. The firstly, I think I would recommend everyone listening to the podcast pause and go and watch this video because yeah, it's it's really absolutely good. amazing. The um, I've got the actual. So I was saying how it's got an IMDb page. Um, I've got the like the mm. excerpt from the page. You got to This is great. If this doesn't convince you to go and watch it, I don't know what will. But this is what the description is: a promotional VHS tape where two employees from Sega and Sony torture a Nintendo employee to get <laughs> info out of him about the new Star Fox 64 game and Rumble Pack. Like, go watch it. Yeah. Uh, the the fact like, this is this is one where it's like. This is this is all actors, I, I think. Like it's like they hired actors to come in and do these. So compared to the other ones, where it's like they had like people who work for Nintendo and uh, real gamers uh, apparently come in. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know. The kids were probably actors. I don't. Well, you I, said, well I think they were. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know th- that one had like sort of your those other ones had sort of like that like the like a uh, goofball like a different sort of corny nintendo charm where it's like you're watching people Mm -hmm. whose job it is who are like nerds essentially like have to kind of like be cool and sell you a game where this was like we hired actors off the street to you know kind of uh act i don't know they they all brought a very like it reminded me of watching um power rangers like the (laughs) the two guys were like very like bulk and skull like is very like ham-fisted acting and and corny in a certain so way. over the top. It's mm-hmm. a actu- it's an actual crime that the actors are uncredited because uh, I feel like there's some Oscar worthy performances <laughs> here that have clearly gone unrecognized. <laughs> Even the people you didn't expect, like the the freaking scientist guy, Bob. Mm, Bob. <laughs> Got Bob. a pizza Bob. for uh, Bob. <laughs> so 
so they kidnap oh. they kidnap a guy who is uh skydiving as you mentioned and they they um he, he's supposed to be he's a test pilot for Star Fox, right i guess it's, yeah it's but, uh i describe him as wish.com nathan fillion i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they uh they get him to speak to reveal the information about Star Fox by they're gonna torture uh Mario, which is like <laughs> he, he this is this would be like this is like torturing like a religious figure to him almost, you know, he could not take this. So he, he spills the beans on it on the game to them, uh in a very, you know, sales pitch kind of way, very radical sales pitch. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the game it sounds so good to them that they're they're actually like they're so upset. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, but there's more, you know. <laughs> I love love the tease of that. Like already, what he's revealed is like so mind blowing. But it doesn't not stop there. They got to get Bob involved. Who who? So what's Bob do again? He's just like a game designer, but he's wearing like a lab coat, isn't he? Games, are, <laughs> games are a science. I don't know. There's <laughs> a connection. Yeah, it reminds me. They of, had like, to distinguish him. They had to distinguish him from Peter. So they, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Pilot. Not, they take like the. I guess the, the. It's like very literal. You know, this guy plays. He plays the Star Fox game, so he's like a pilot. This guy, he's mm-hmm. in the lab, uh, cooking up games. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think. You know, there. I guess there's plot holes, but it, it, I guess it kind of makes sense because they they actually get them playing the game, and they play them in a they play them in some multiplayer, and it just mm-hmm. it's almost like they it's almost like they win them over, but then at the end they kind of they dunk on the Sega guys and, yeah. and leave them to. Yeah be sad so i was was sort of like hey you could have this could have been if this happened now if they made this now they would have befriended them you know and been like yeah yeah now announcing cross-platform play or something you know (laughs) they would have all been playing switch on a at a rooftop party somewhere (laughs) with karen yeah yeah Uh, karen yeah, yeah the 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 i i feel like the the zinger the like most okay there's two like ultra quotable lines i think in this um and these are like this is as cool as like my friends and i were in this era like we would like watch this and like quote it and like i don't it was it's like one of those things where you're like i think this I, I like this thing. It's like kind of bad, but I don't really know how to like articulate it because I don't really understand media, but like, we're just going to like watch it a lot yeah. and we're going to talk about it and quote it a lot. And, you know, it's just what you, what you do. And there's the part where they're like, we heard you got a, we heard you got a new game coming out and Peter's like, which one we've got plenty of them oh. <laughs> something along those lines and he's like so rude about it it also um, feels like they're they're like no seriously like the n64 has all kinds of games okay yeah like there's so many we just haven't announced any and they're not they haven't Trust come us, out guys. yet Trust us. <laughs> yeah <laughs> which was kind of the vibe of nintendo 64 in a lot of ways um but uh then there's the 
then you kind of alluded to this earlier, like, the second big reveal before, like, the first big reveal is, like, Star Fox 64 kicks ass. Yeah. And then, like, the second big reveal is when they're, when, like, Bob comes to after being, like, gassed with the pizza. And... <laughs> nice effects, too. I like the, I like the, the smoke effect yeah. or whatever they oh, have. It looks mm. it looks awesome. And then, but he's just like, you, Peter, you didn't tell him about the rumble pack. And, and then the henchmen are like, no, but you just did. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, my, my friends and I would constantly be like, you didn't tell him about the rumble pack. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like, that probably was the first time as a, as a kid, like, I would imagine that you probably ever saw someone do that, like. No, but you just did. I think uh, for me that that happens in um, uh, Austin Powers, <laughs> which also yeah. is yeah. from the same time. And as a kid, I was <laughs> like, I was like, I knew I I didn't fully like get like that it was like a comedy. Full, I knew it was funny, but I was like, yeah, I was like, wow, like he is like a really good spy. <laughs> 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 you guys, you don't know the half of it. What? There's more? Yeah. But but Bob would kill me if I told you. Well, we'll just have to get this Bob guy to tell us himself. With the Rumble Pack, there's a quotable line there, too, where they're like, um, they do the thing where they're like, you can feel the game. And then the other guy goes, he just repeats the exact same thing back to him. He says something like, wait a minute. Are you telling me you can feel the game? It's like yeah. it really makes you feel like you're playing Star Fox. They're they're like and like yeah they're like yeah when you get blown up you feel it which is again something that I think is so such a strange like way to like advertise it that like it's really gonna it's and that's when it goes off the hardest in the game is when it is rumbling. <laughs> such, the, oh, when um, you're dying. There was another. Um, there's another amazing quote in that video. It's like at the end where they're like, oh, here's the official game guide for um, the Star Fox 64. And he's like, oh, yeah, give it to, I think it's Sega. or sorry. I think it's Sony. Sony's like, oh, give it here. And he's like, you can buy it at the store. I, that was oh, the, the delivery. The delivery on that line is great. Excuse my terrible imitation accent. But yeah. No, the... <laughs> no that was you pretty much nailed it. again <laughs> that was like a legitimately like that was like a funny line like a, yeah. yeah i don't know if they really knew good. how funny it was but yeah amazing so, i have the video oh. right here i just grabbed it oh. off my shelf look at that and uh so on the video um this is great it says see how it feels to feel what you see oh, oh. wordplay wow. 9000 Amazing! Wow, yeah. you know, ChatGPT didn't write that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, we talked about this in our Star Fox episode, but I guess, um, well, you, I don't know, Matt, if because you were you played a lot of these on like an emulator, like later on. So like, was the Rumble Pack was that like a yeah. a hype thing at the time for you at all? Yeah, yeah. So I never really, I never played any of these games with Rumble. Um, and mm. I should probably mention, actually, speaking of localization that Star Fox 64 most people know this it was not called that in in power regions it was called Lilat Wars yeah with the Super Nintendo one being called Star Wing rather mm-hmm. than Star Fox no idea why um 
you know. I but... think there's another media property or something called Star Fox or something. I can't remember. I, I, I feel like I should have remembered this, but... I probably um. should have looked it up too. But uh, yeah, no, so yeah, we always had Lilac Wars. Um, and um, I never I never knew, like, because I had friends with N64s um, growing up. And even when we played there, I don't know anyone that had the Rumble Pack. I don't think it was a... I don't know if it wasn't pack-in here or just people lost them or broke them. I don't know. I just don't remember ever using them. Yeah. Yeah, so like Rumble and controllers is just something that you... It probably just, it just like, ta- naturally came in with the Xbox happened. for me, yeah. For sure. Yeah. What about Ryan? Um, Were you like in the, the Rumble hype? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I have my copy of Star Fox 64 here. Ginormous box. It's a real it's gorgeous boy. Uh, love this thing. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm... I think, like, I'm kind of just, like, at that, like, boomer point in my life where just, like, I'm just nostalgic for everything. Yep. And I just, like, <laughs> love old stuff, like, so much. And... I, I don't I don't even know if I'm like manufacturing these feelings or because I'm just like not into what's happening elsewhere in the world now or just like the natural part of getting old. But um, I've been replaying Ocarina of Time on an N64 for the first time. And oh, it's it's been amazing so to long, see <laughs> so long. And um, and I got like the Stone of Agony which is the mm. the rumble pack feature and you know like i went you know i went grabbed my rumble pack found some AAA batteries and like plugged it in and like it makes the controller all like weird and like kind of like top heavy but like i don't know there's just something really special and unique about the rumble pack and i think like Part of it is, like, it's just weird. Like, it makes mm-hmm. no sense to, like, stick this in, like, the back of a controller and make this, like, bizarre shape to an already bizarrely shapen <laughs> controller. And it, like, feels super weird. And, it, like... It doesn't rumble, the... like, the way you think of rumble now. Yeah! It's, like, kind of yeah. all over. Like, it is feel like... It's, like, at the end of your controller, like... <laughs> and you're trying to, like... <laughs> it's... It's Hold so, on to it. like, bizarre, but there's just, like, something, like, really cool and unique about it. Um, yeah. I So, basically, what I'm saying is, like, I'm, I still feel today what Sega and Sony felt in that, in that scene where they're, like, I, I can't believe this shit. It, like, okay. <laughs> like, that's how I still feel today about the Rumble Pack. So, well, so speaking of, like, obviously we don't, we don't have like a, a full podcast worth of time to talk about this, but you got it then packed in with Star Fox. So what, mm-hmm. like, what was it like, you know, when you first played Star Fox, like back when it came out? It was amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was like, it was literally like unprecedented. And I think there had probably, there had been like force feedback, like accessories, and there had been like weird like vests that you put on to like play sega genesis games and they like shock you or something i have no idea like i but i never really had any of those like kind of accessories but like Star Fox was like a regular like retail price like first party nintendo game that just like came with this thing Mm -hmm. and like so it made the technology like super accessible um for people because like you could just go into like any store and like like i had 
I was like a huge fan of the Super Nintendo Star Fox. So it was like, yeah. you know, this game's going to be sick. Like, this is going to be worth the, you know, ridiculous N64 <laughs> price um, for this. But like, you're also getting the Rumble Pack. So it's like basically free. Like, um, and I had, I'd never like experienced anything like that before. And uh, it was it was so cool at the time. So you were you were also into the SNES game. So like, did you mm. have did you have feelings like when they sort of like canceled Star Fox Two and then announced Star Fox sixty four? Like, was that sort of one of those times where similar to Zelda, where it's like, when is this going to come out? Or did did you have that sort of journey with that? Yeah, I mean, I was like pretty okay with um, by the time Star Fox Two got like canceled um Mm. i was like full on board for the n64 and like and this it's actually like a huge regret like because i i traded in like my you know uh super nintendo and genesis to get a nintendo 64 and every episode someone has a similar story and it's like yeah like i i i like boxed copies of like earthbound and chrono trigger and all that oh. uh, was all traded in, but you know, hindsight is twenty yeah, twenty. You, you, you um, can't you can't blame yourself. You're a kid. Yeah, and, yeah. I was a kid, and like I had no, no job. It was <laughs> literally illegal for me to have a job at that age. <laughs> Fair. Um, and uh, but I I feel like I also like missed out on all those like sick like late Super Nintendo games because I like had just gotten rid of my system to get put my Toys R Us pre-order for Nintendo 64. So um, even like, even like watching that Invasion of Nintendo video, it's like, oh, man, I, I, I really did miss out on Mario RPG at that time. Yeah. <laughs> like in like late 95 and, you know, early 96, whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was like, I, I was like, don't even make Super Nintendo games anymore. I just, I just want Nintendo 64. So okay. That, I... Cancel them all. <laughs> wow wow yeah no I, I i could totally get that at the t- time there was like a lot of like you know we we want the new we we don't care about the old mm. and then now you're like oh like this these were both like awesome consistently yeah pretty much at yeah. the time actually yeah it's like oh actually donkey kong country 2 was better than like half of the n64 <laughs> library <laughs> yeah donkey kong country well. 3 also that was yeah. out when the n64 was out yeah literally yeah. just played it for like the first time this year and i was oh, like wow. oh this game is amazing and i like completely slept on it for so long that's really like kind of that stuff sort of i guess because you know you're thinking at the time you're thinking of like as someone who is owning this expensive console that i paid for and i want things to play on it but like now looking back like mm. it's almost it's like when you look at nintendo's output in 1996 it's like there's mm-hmm. donkey kong country 3 and mario rpg like there's a lot of games across the game boy super nintendo and mm-hmm. n64 they're all awesome but yeah maybe if you only have one it's like you're a little bit starved for for content mm-hmm. at the time <laughs> uh matt you put i think you had written down like star fox as like a game you were also down to talk about so like what was i assume that means you played it back in the day was that is that a game you've always been a fan yeah of? yeah i i wouldn't say i've played it like a whole lot mm-hmm. um like 
but we but yeah on the emulator i definitely remember um having a go at it um it might have been a bit later and then definitely at like mates places that was one that you you know bust out the multiplayer and crowd around the mm. 15 inch crt and like you know <laughs> it was yeah i have vague but fond memories of of that yeah um, i was never very good at it um I think still not very good yeah. at it. <laughs> it's pretty tough, um, honestly. But... It's not as tough as the SNES ones, but you know. Oh yeah, that's another. That's on another level. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Peter, you didn't tell him about the Rumble Pack, did you? No, Bob. You just did. You know, we don't we don't normally do this on like shows with guests, but. Uh, Part, you know, it was great you suggested, like, um, this episode, but I thought it was also just another excuse to get more people on to talk about Star Fox. And I thought it'd be fun, actually, since we, uh, Ryan, we use your, uh, ranking system to rank these mm. games. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, the, uh, I forgot the name for it, but the, it's your patented, uh, ranking system the where we yeah. score the game uh based on vibes and fun factor out of 5 all that all that matters and i thought it might be fun we've already like our at this point you you haven't heard it but our episode on star mm. fox 64 has come out so i thought maybe we could give it our scores but also we would allow you guys mm. to maybe s- score I, you know you haven't maybe yeah. given the replayer much thought but just based on your uh your memories of the game how uh how would you guys rank star fox 64 out of five based on vibes and fun factor i'm such an unreliable narrator when it comes to these sort of things you're like Like, five 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 every (laughs) i mean like how how can i how can i not um i you know (laughs) you you mentioned like maybe you haven't been like thinking about Star Fox 64. There is not a day that goes by that I don't think about <laughs> Star Fox 64. For sure. Like, um, I think what, you know, I, I really enjoyed um, the game. I got it, you know, when I was younger. Um, had tons of fun with it. Um, and then I think, like, what really solidified it as an all-timer was the 3DS version when that came out. Yeah. Um, and then I, like, I played through it you know, I, I bought it, um, and then I, I played through it again there, and I was like, this is like an almost perfect video game. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just such good video game right here. And, you know, the music's awesome, like, it looks awesome. Um, the, you know, the, you know, talking specifically about the N64 version, there's like the branching paths, there's like so many secrets. It's also just, like, it's a perfect length. You can just, like, play through it in, like, you know, like oh, a, yeah. a couple of hours or less. And then, but you can, like, keep going back to it because there's so many secrets. And, like, you're saving your scores to the cartridge and, you know, trying to beat your oh, scores. Yeah. So it's, like, super replayable. It's, like, hilariously quotable. <laughs> Um, there's so much personality, like, and it's, it's literally just, like, one of those games, like, you get it, playing it on the 3DS is cool, but, like, getting an N64 controller in your hand and playing Star Fox 64, like, it just, oh, yeah, you got the rumble pack snapped in there, like, it just feels (laughs) awesome, like, 
it's so it's so good i love this game so much um yeah five fun factor five vibes oh for sure all day we yeah we didn't get to like uh i i actually never fully played the the 3ds version that's something i think we'll probably like maybe go back to and like just cover randomly sometime too so maybe we can get you on the hook to talk about that or something Anytime, uh, <laughs> Matt. What about you? I, I, you probably didn't play it in prep for this because I just said watch these videos. But yeah, no, <laughs> um, and I would have too. Um, but um, yeah, no. I think it. You can't argue with the five out of five for vibe, especially like you were saying. The music is just absolutely iconic. It's been in, you know, it's been in Smash. It's been, it's been in my brain for thirty years. You know, nearly. Um, it's like, yeah, it, absolute. I would say the gameplay for me is probably more, yeah, like that four out of five, but maybe that's just because I'm bad at it. <laughs> um, it it, is, it maybe, can be unforgiving in some regards. For it sure. is. And it, it, it is very, um, you know, sort of that early 3D era sort of, um, you know, it's a mm. little jank. Um, but I, I don't really, you know, try not to hold it against it. But um, yeah, I think I think four out of five sounds fair from, from my perspective. But um, I thought when you brought up the ranking system, Guru, that you were going to um, ask us to give the, the videos a, a vibe and a, oh. you know, and a gameplay rank. <laughs> well, let's let's do that real quick then too. Uh, invasion of Nintendo uh, with the, the Yoshi's Island and Machine Head at the same time. Actually, I, th- I feel like they're all like fives for me in all categories. I don't think I could knock them for anything, really. I, I think they're all a five, but Star Fox, the Star Fox one's like a five and a half. That one is just mm-hmm. stands above the other two for me. It's so funny. It's it's yeah, it's an eleven out of ten. Yeah. It's yeah, it's mm-hmm. great. That one should be nominated for like best short or something at the, at the yeah. ninety seven Oscars or whatever. <laughs> the- the Nintendo Power Awards. Yes. <laughs> Why weren't they? Yeah, they should have been patting themselves on the back for that one. For yeah, sure. Yeah, that that meme of the guy giving the medal to himself. Like, <laughs> <you know. laughs> uh, McKenna, how about you, Starfox? Don't don't let them influence you. You know, too much. Yeah. I really, I, I it feels. You know. Well, I definitely have five for vibes. For sure. I you know I have. We talked about it on the the episode, but I uh, it's it's got a level of polish that we compared re- to some really of the other... com- yeah compared to a lot of the other games we've played. You know, it's just a step above uh, the. It looks good. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. You got the, these epic cinematic cutscenes. Yeah. Uh. Definitely, yeah. yeah, that's that's an easy five for vibes for sure. Um, I feel like I feel like I kind of have the same feeling where I'm not very good at it. Like maybe it could be higher if I got good at it, but I think maybe a, a four mm-hmm. for fun factor for now. I think you could you, like you know, it's it's one of those games that it's like. Like we said in the video, it like it almost encourages you to like it like wants you to die, which is kind of antithetical to what Nintendo wants to happen mm-hmm. in a lot of their games. But I think I think it is like I think because I went into it, especially coming off a previous game where it was like the first Star Fox, where it was mm-hmm. like even more reminded me of some of my favorite arcade games, which I've like I love Galaga, you know, and I've I've mm-hmm. never like 
gotten past level like seven of Galaga, you know? So it's like, and it's fine, you know, that's, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Star Fox though, like, I think because it, I was like thinking of it in that regard, like it made it, it made it easier to get back up after getting blown up. Um, but yeah, so for, you're saying like a four for fun. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. uh, well actually I'll go up and update it later, but I pretty much agree with everything you said, Ryan. And I, I sort of wanted to add, uh, you were talking about the um what was it the 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 difficulty for me um and having the different paths like made it mm-hmm. super replayable and it's mm-hmm. one I said it in our episode but I've played it like just a bajillion times in since uh we started preparing for our episode on it so I I can't give it anything really but a, a 5 out of, out of 5 for both vibes and fun factor the only thing I would say is that we said in our episode is that the uh, the multiplayer is like fun, but it's sort of like compared to some of the contemporary games like uh, mm. Mario Kart, Goldeneye. It's mm-hmm. not as it doesn't have as many. Uh, I, I guess Mario Kart really actually doesn't have that many bells and whistles on it either, re- relatively speaking. But it feels like with all the items and stuff, there's a little bit more yeah. going on. Um but I would say with even if it didn't have the multiplayer, it would be five out of five. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that it just does have like a decently fun multiplayer is like it's just like a bonus, you know. Bonus. The core gameplay of like Mario Kart and Goldeneye are like, you know, better fits for um for multiplayer because like you know, I th- I think Star Fox 64 is, like, strongest when it is that, like, behind the, you know, just straightforward rail shooter. Mm-hmm. I think, like, it kind of loses a little bit in the sense of control when it opens up into, like, the, the full 3D space. And... I, I actually like the 3D uh, gameplay in Star Fox 2, uh, the SNES game uh more than in this i don't know why it felt more like i don't know like fast paced and exciting you know even though it was like it was harder to see it was like a little bit more frame ratey like this one felt a little bit too like i don't know yeah it it, it isn't as like compelling in 64 it's really fun but i guess as a multiplayer thing it's not as fun it's more fun doing the dog fights like against star wolf i would say yeah yeah um so but like i mean you still can like kind of acclimate to it like after um you know after a bit and i feel like like at worst Star Fox 64 feels like the opening level of shadows of the empire and which is like pretty awesome so like that's like as low as it gets um oh for sure so it's like pretty great yeah that 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 definitely had the better big like open space battles Uh, you can't deny that for sure shadows did but um oh and the one other thing too you mentioned just about the length i think just the scope too this is how i feel Mm -hmm. this is it it's like the right amount of me uh, for me of difficulty and like the scope of the game I, i think about this if i compare it to ocarina of time it reminds me of Ocarina of Time in so many ways, but one of the ways is that 
it's like it's got a big epic story but it doesn't have like too much you know it like straddles for me the perfect line of like gameplay slash like epic story whereas like you know with ocarina of time i feel like it does that really well compared to some zelda games that i like but not as much where like as they go on it it gets kind of more an inflated storyline and like longer stuff and i'm like i just let me i want to i want to get to some i want to kill some guys you know (laughs) so Star Fox walks that line kind of perfectly and i think for those big tentpole nintendo games that we're going to cover on n64 i think a lot of them are like that comparatively to some of their more contemporary counterparts so i think i'm gonna thrive for some of these big (laughs) nintendo games for sure so yeah perfect five for me i think it's one of the best games that we've played for the show definitely as mckenna said like it feels like the most polished like i said this in the last step the actual episode about it but some of the other games felt more like you know, they were ported to work on N64, but they they weren't really, like, made for the N64. Mm-hmm. And it feels like Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, and Star Fox 64 have really felt like they are taking advantage of, like, what's great about the N64. I, which is not surprising, you know, being, like, Nintendo's main games they've put out so far. I, I'd throw Wave Race into there. Oh, I, yeah, I love well. Wave Race. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, and, and like, like even some of the other games we've covered, I've, I've given perfect fives to some of them, but it's like, Doom 64. Yeah. Even that's a game. One of the best games ever, according to Flashback 64. (laughs) I I think it is actually. I I also agree. It's so good. But even comparatively, like I might, I might even like playing Doom 64 more than Star Fox at times, but it's like Star Mm -hmm. Fox is like, just in terms of that level of like that. It's got that shine that, like, is a, mm-hmm. it's it's like an it factor type thing. The you mm-hmm. know, not everything Nintendo makes is like gold, but you know what I mean. It's got sort of that Nintendo shine to it. As much as we'd love to stick around here and keep playing with you guys, we gotta go. Thanks to both of you for coming on, um, uh, Ryan. Thanks for coming back. Thanks for let like mm-hmm. uh, not minding that we just steal your rating system. <laughs> uh, it's it is too perfect. So like. I like it. Thank you. After all, after doing all these, like we do all these videos on Zelda Dungeon and stuff, where we make up convoluted rankings and spreadsheets for all these games, like just just for fun, it was it's yeah. it's like awesome for this to like do that again, but in the like opposite way, where it's like no, only these two things matter <laughs> in gaming. So um, yeah, thank you. Uh, is there any? What do you you want to promote anything? You wanna do any plugs? Um, I, I want to promote some games that are at the end of this, uh, Star Fox video. Oh yeah. There yeah. is a montage at the yeah, end of here. Um, and I re- like, I remember this being like, so like, you know, like the, this is like keeping me in that N64 ecosystem. Like this is so hype because you have golden eye, which looks absolutely incredible here. Oh, um, fun fact about that actually, because I'm in the middle of reading mm-hmm. the GoldenEye book, boss fight book, uh, mm-hmm. and they talk about this footage because uh, it started off. They started off developing it as an on rails shooter game, and in the book they literally mm-hmm. describe this like five second clip of the si- silo level. And yeah, I, I thought it, I didn't know when I saw that footage. Like what I was like, that's it looks weird. I can't figure out what's weird about it. And the reason mm-hmm. is is because it's like at that point it's a rail shooter. 
Yeah. Very strange. Looks looks so good though. It does. Um, yeah. Uh, they, Yoshi's Island 64. Yes, Yoshi's <laughs> Island 64. It's on here. Uh, Mischief Makers. Yes, it just arrived mm-hmm. in the mail for me today, by the way. So. <gasps> nice. <Yeah>. Congratulations. <laughs> it is a gem. I love it. Yeah. Um, International Superstar Soccer 64. I have a few things to say about that game. Oh, and, yeah, which is uh, that's coming soon. So you're going to be back on talking about it to yeah. let let that out of the bag so excited for that one and then uh again zelda 64 zelda 64 mm-hmm. what, what in one of those videos by the way they they spell they spell golden eye as two words golden eye i can't remember which one i think it yeah. was the the oldest one it was maybe i don't know i guess golden eye was out at that point though so you know i don't know just a typo or something who knows but <laughs> Okay, so you ought to promote the video, and of course, yeah. <laughs> you you have uh, your own your own stuff. Uh, Standard definition gaming, great yep, account. That's uh, that's a uh, it's a blue sky account. Um, yeah, just post post old games. It's, and it's stuff. awesome. I'm loving I'm okay. loving the Ocarina of Time and and Smash screenshots. Honestly, I love the little yeah. screenshots oh. of yeah. 25th anniversary of Super Smash Brothers last yeah. weekend. Wild. Shout out to Smash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big shout out to Smash. Um Yeah, and uh Yeah, and I, I occasionally make little PDF zines. Um But yeah, mostly just run that uh run that Blue Sky account. Play lots of old games. Yeah, it's a great account, and it's, yeah, follow up for all that, because when the zines come out, those are great, too. I love those. Um, Matt, thank you for coming on. Uh, Thanks for, thanks for emailing us. That was actually how it started. I haven't even been. That's right. I haven't been promoting the email, but uh, it was a great email, and it was, you were a great guest. It it was fun to just have someone email and be like, I'll come on the show, and. (laughs) <laughs> and be like, okay, let's well, do it. <laughs> if you don't ask, you know. So no, it was good. I had a great time. I've not uh, not done a podcast before. I don't know if that shows or not, but um, not yeah, at all. Oh, you're fantastic. You first, brought so much time. to the show. Yeah, I gotta say, oh, just you. to everyone, I, I gush too much, but all our guests we've had have been so mm-hmm. great, and they've helped like make our show so much better uh, than it ever could have been. And so, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I would I would definitely include you in that. So, do you want to promote anything? Yeah, I don't even know, you know, what what you got going on. <laughs> I I don't do much. I've got I got two kids under three, so I just try and stay alive most <laughs> days. Um, you want to promote staying uh, alive, being a father? Yeah, <laughs> staying alive, raising the next gen. Hopefully, get them into N sixty four when they're a little bit mm-hmm. older. But uh, for now, yeah, not yet. <laughs> okay. Do you have any? Are either of your kids named Turok? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't want to dox them i don't want to dox them but no <laughs> mm, okay would you be willing to change their name <laughs> we're trying to get something started here a new revolution uh, we'll see maybe that maybe if there's a number three maybe we'll mm. see <laughs> okay yeah you, you could name them turok three seeds of evil or whatever it's, is that what it's called <laughs> Turok Rage Wars. What, what's the middle name? What's the middle name? And do we have to change the surname? Oh, that's a that's a whole thing. Turok Rage Wars. Yeah. Okay. So I'm looking. I'm looking ahead. Uh, so you can promote your your appearance on this podcast, and we'll we'll have to have you on for some more, like some games proper. 
I for sure You've got, got to get you. me on for the Beatles, the Beatle one. Um, yeah, I'll March. Have to do some research on that. H V A H S. Whatever was it called? H S V. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, it even says on the spreadsheet I have uh, HSV Adventure Racing Australia. So I I, I find that so fascinating. We're gonna get into uh, that for yeah. sure. March. Uh, that, that is the one thing I know about Australia. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Austra- yeah. They should talk about that more. I think they should be more proud <laughs> of uh, this game. So there's a lot of um. It's way too far ahead to say, but there's a lot of uh, racing games mm-hmm. in that. Uh, it's mm. 1999, so we'll we'll probably have like a fun racing episode. Mm. So I've got you on the hook years from now. You'll be doing that at least, <laughs> uh, hopefully sooner I'm though. In. Of course, so. I'm in. Whenever you whenever you want. It worked out really good today. Um, obviously, um, with the time difference and the fact that I'm not working, but um, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm in. I'm down whenever you know. Shoot me an email. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel like this is like post podcast conversation, but uh, you know, yeah, probably <laughs> a little peek behind Sorry, the curtain. I don't know if you need to just sign off. Sign off first. Well, it's a good use of the plug segment for sure. Yeah, yeah. This could be a, a bonus clip for Patreon. <laughs> I'll probably forget and I'll leave it in. So. Uh, hopefully you haven't said anything you're embarrassed about, but that's all good. <laughs> Do we want to promote anything? We 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 promoted stuff like in our, every Star Fox episode we've done, so just you know check out our yeah. check out yeah. our, all our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's in it's below. We're on all mm-hmm. the website, like all the websites. We have merch and a Patreon, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know. Do, are you getting a good value out of the Patreon? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, for the the price is the price is very reasonable. I mean, even when you convert it to Australian dollars, it's uh, you know it's one dollar. We, we can yeah. It ends up being I think two two Australian dollars, even though mm-hmm. that's not quite the exchange rate. But I, I'm not complaining. I, I feel like you know I'm getting my money's worth here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. You get to be on. No, <laughs> that's not. That's not. Your way onto a podcast. I yeah. don't want to promise to people that if they give us a dollar, we'll let you come on the show. No, we're. Uh, but they, we do have a, a Patreon, which right now, mm-hmm. like, there's. Yeah, we. Uh, we just give you a fancy yellow name in Discord. Uh, we're still, you know, we're still up and coming. So maybe one day, we can. Uh, we can expand that. But right now, it's a humble Patreon. We're a humble podcast. We've got. You can e- like email us. We have an email. It's down below. Mm-hmm. All that stuff's down below. Get a hold of us, mm-hmm. rate us, and yeah, just keep listening to the show. I guess I don't really have anything uh, else to say. Normally, we have a game we're announcing next, but um, as we've said, our next ep- full episode that's coming out is on. It's a two pack, and it's on Dark Rift and Tetrasphere. So. Ooh. That'll be yeah. I see your reaction does not. I, I do actually have that one on the cartridge. Yeah. Mm. Tetrasphere or Dark Rift? Yeah. Okay. No, t- Tetrasphere. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, yeah. I'm. Uh, we've been playing it, so I'm excited to talk yeah. about it. But uh, I don't want to give too much away yet. So. Uh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> the dark hit him with the Dark Rift. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I really just have like conveniently placed shelves here. Yeah, no, it's been <laughs> so, incredible. But, um, <laughs> no, like also, like I think, like I want to promote your podcast because oh, thank you. this has been so like, like I I'm a a weekly or monthly listener to the show, and I just personally like really enjoy what you're doing. Thank you. Um, I think like the. Um, you know, the interstitial episodes about other 
um, topics of the era, you know, as someone who really just can't stop like living in the past <laughs> like um you know your your deep dives and perspectives are like fantastic and um you know it's something i've you know i'm telling my friends to listen to oh thank you <laughs> like it, it truly is like a great show that um that you both are doing so thank, thank you, you for continuing thank to you. do it Thank yeah, you. Geez. Yeah, it's so exciting. It's so like fun and exciting to do like at each month, you know, like make our little like what's coming next, you know, what is, what's what's this game pulling up like Googling what what were the hit songs, you know, it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It mm-hmm. It's just like it's fun because it gives like we, we do plenty of things that have nothing to do with N64, but it's it is I, I won't lie. It's kind of fun to be like, oh, boy, we get to watch like a like a random movie you know like a, i don't know there's something movie. A, a volcano oh, yeah. yeah i don't know it's exciting so yeah thanks yeah. thanks both of you for coming on the show um yeah looking forward to having you back thanks to everyone for listening uh we will yeah we'll see everybody uh well not in like a couple weeks i don't know when this is coming out we'll see a dark rift in tetrasphere <laughs> you see at the corner <laughs>